0: Hi, I'm Kelly Clare, the spiritual messenger, psychic medium, advisor, teacher, and mentor.
1: And I am Ken, the Rune Walker, also a psychic medium, teacher, mentor, and walker of the old ways in modern times. This is Psychic Medium, the podcast.
0: All things psychic medium.
1: Hello, Kelly. Hello. Um, We're going to do something a little different today because, as you may have noticed, Kelly's voice is maybe not, you know, it might be on the verge of, like, going on strike. Kelly's broken. (laughs) Oh, oh no. (laughs) Poor thing. So... Oh, so what we're going to do today is we're just going to have our main segment, uh, which we kind of prefaced uh, or hinted at last week. I think we may have more than hinted at, but um, yeah, so we wanted to talk about uh, the different types of vibrations that different um, beings or entities kind of give off in our experiences with them. And we also had somebody uh, send in a question, so we'll get to that, but... Before we do, um, thank you for tuning in. and Thank you for listening. And um, besides your little voice, how have you been?
0: Good. Good. Just running crazy busy and trying to keep up. But yeah, I don't know what the deal is. I don't know if it's allergies or my body's saying, hey, girl, slow down. But yeah, I'm just losing my voice more and more as I go the last couple days. So I just don't know. I'm falling apart, I guess.
1: Well, when we fall apart, that's when we can put ourselves back together in the right order.
0: It is true. And I am taking a little time off, so I'm pretty excited about that. So I guess I'll just tell you guys now. I will be um, next week, the 23rd through the 26th, I will be MIA. So if you guys call me or text me or email me, I love you, but I'll be ignoring you until Tuesday. (laughs) So I will be
1: on Wednesday actually, Wednesday. <clears throat> so. Good. good. Uh, um, we all need to take a break
0: yeah. every
1: once in a while.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, good. Good for you. You're gonna maybe hit the beach and well, let me put it this way. No matter what you do, you have the option of going to the mountains or to the beach and mm-hmm. to wine country, to beer country. Like you got everything right there.
0: Yeah, we do. We got my sweet girl's birthday on Saturday, my daughter. And then Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, me and Chris are just going to go explore and leave the house and yard projects here and step aside for a minute. And we're going to go stay one night on the coast, which I'm super excited about. Even with COVID, it's like, well, we'll just keep to ourselves. We're going to do our own thing. But just being able to step away for a minute is just what we all need. Preach. Yep. Good. So, so what about you? what's going on with
1: you uh, I'm doing well i um feel uh, today's a little cooler I mean uh we you know I think you guys are getting a lot of the cool weather <laughs> and mm-hmm. we're getting a little bit of the cool cooler weather um yeah, I'm just kind of uh preparing myself to go back to um doing a little bit of hair and uh and that and kind of uh, I've been working on um just kind of my own personal practice a little more um uh delving into um more of the northern traditions so um things are yeah things are good um yeah, it just is, uh, it's good. Things are good.
0: Good. It's good to yeah. hear.
1: Yeah. Um, so. I, I, that's so funny. I, I don't know why I wasn't prepared for that question. That was so weird.
0: Gotcha. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Um. Uh, okay, so. On to the topic at hand. And this, the, um, should I start by telling the story? I'll tell my side of the story and then you tell your side of the story.
0: Perfect. I see. Yeah, you got to okay. tell the story so they understand yeah. where we're going with this. Yes.
1: So the story that we brought up last week that has to do with uh, one of our, we said it was Corinne. I'm sure we it did. It was but- Corinne. yep. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that was with our our friend Corinne. So uh, when we owned Blue Antler and when it was open in Utah, we we had this the store and then a wall separated um, this, the meditation space and classroom. So every Kelly was Kelly Claire was in the classroom teaching one of uh, the opening your abilities classes, and I was in the store working and I was also kind of working on the computer, but. Um, i had been um entertaining maybe is a good word um, good entertaining uh a- an entity or a being and um for me this being felt uh very much like um like um like if you're in a racquetball room and you have one, like one ball that like you just throw it against the wall and it actually never stops. It just picks up momentum and is ricocheting off every wall and like is going really quickly. That's kind of what the energy felt like for me um, would have been like this really quick moving um, high, high energy is how I would have described it. Uh, and so I was, you know, that had been kind of happening that day. And uh, so, but that evening, it had, I had kind of, you know, said, leave me be for a minute. I have to work. So I was working on the computer. Um, and yeah, so it had been around. So now I will turn it over to Kelly for her side of the story. And um, yeah, then we'll uh, talk about that in a minute.
0: Yeah, so I was in the middle of teaching, and we—I if I remember right—I was teaching channeling. I think I'm pretty sure I was. I don't know, maybe maybe Corinne can pop in and refresh my memory. But we're working on doing some spirit channeling and helping you guys, helping my students, you know, connect to their spirit guides and work through different types of beings, which is kind of funny and and we're working through it and some people of course are more intuitive or open than others and I am going to blast my cute little friend for a minute because she's been hiding from her ability for a while so she got her butt handed to her this day but um we were letting different things come in the room and when I do this as a group I control the space I hold the energy for the group and I allow different spirits to come through so everybody can feel the different vibrations and feel the different movements and start to learn to identify um, different types of entities. And before I know it, we're all like, whoa, what the hell just stepped in here? I'm like, this is not mine. And I look back and poor little Corinne's face is white as ghost. She's pale in her chair. And I'm like, oh, can? what did you do? And I knew it wasn't something that I put through here. So I popped my head out the door and I'm like, I don't know if you remember that. I'm like, what did you just do?
1: (laughs) Yes, I do remember that because you popped your head out of the curtain. You're like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm working on the computer. You're like, no, what are you doing? I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just working on the computer. (laughs) Like, I'm busy. And you're like, hmm, okay. (laughs) Sure. You go ahead and believe that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So we had to pull her out of class. I had to help her kind of move some energy off of her and rebalance her for a minute and kind of get her back on her grounded feet. Um, What, what came through, I will say was not just your average everyday lost loved one or spirit guide. It was a higher vibrational being that if you're not prepared or trained for can knock your butt, it can knock you off your butt, even for me, sometimes they come through, and I'm like, "Oh Jesus, I need to like hold on a minute, let me give me a second, and they'll rock your world, so you've got to really be um prepared sometimes, especially when you're not <laughs> in that space, it can really rattle you, and that's what happened with poor Corinne, well we didn't expect it to come through and when I hold the space, I hold the space, and but again, it's kind of one space. It's the building, and you, my dear friend, Ken, were in that space with us. So <laughs> it,
1: it was um, it was it I I, I, I <laughs> yes, it was funny. Um, I'm sorry, Corinne. I know it was not fun, fun or funny for you at the moment. Um, poked my hand, and we, um. It's interesting that – it's interesting that – no, I'm sorry. Uh, To me, what was fascinating about that situation was um, that everybody picked up on it, um, which was just really cool. And I I think it was a really great – like. Uh, affirmation experience for a lot of people in class because they're like, oh, what was that? Like, mm-hmm. because if they do. Um, we, I think we we had kind of figured out that it was, um, uh, well, yeah. I, it was Solomon. Uh, but we had you had uh, classified him as a, um, <laughs> I want like a type one entity, but that's not what I, that's not what it was. Um, like, uh, uh, oh, what are they called? are trying to
0: think ascended master
1: yes that's my brain it was yeah. not working so the fact that like they they will have a certain vibration or feeling there they they can so it's kind of you know everyone mm-hmm. has their own different um color to it uh but there is a certain feeling when you have contact with that type of of being and i thought that that was a really uh great. Let me just first say, you're all welcome for that experience. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Okay. Maybe not. You're welcome. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, awesome. So, so um, yeah, it was an interesting, you know, it was an interesting experience and um, yeah, I, I was really shocked at how, um, how rattled, Uh, people were, by feeling such an intense um, entity, uh, being, I guess being's better, but um, and I think too that it's one of those, because you can, because you have uh, control over the space, um, what's really nice is that that provides the people in, in the class or in the group with, a, with a, a certain amount of comfort that they're not going to be um, exposed to something that will, you know, that that's dangerous or that will harm them. And I think that that's a really great space to set up um, those type of, of experiences because most of us, you know, we, we feel a little bit of it in the beginning, we feel a little en- energy come around us and we get freaked out because it. it we feel it and oh my God, it's it's trying to get me. No, it's just an energy yeah. standing next to you. So that's what I loved about, about that, that class.
0: Oh, I agree wholeheartedly agree with you. I feel that it was the perfect experience and it just, per, it was perfect timing is what it was. And it, it was a great experience because I feel that most people, okay. I take that back. A lot of people, don't open their abilities or don't access their abilities due to fear of those kind of situations or fear of an entity or a spirit they can't handle. And people are so quick to judge everything as negative or do I have an attachment or is this a demon or is this whatever. When, if you really slow it down and learn to classify it, you'll realize what you're picking up is different vibrational beings in different forms. And sometimes you as, you assimilate it as fear, but what it really is, is just something that's unknown or foreign. So I feel like it was a great learning experience and everybody in that class, and that was a full class. I think we had, gosh, 20, maybe 25 people that night. It was a big class. That
1: room was full. And
0: it, it was to the brim. And I think it was great that everybody learned to experience that and not panic. To not look, okay, it's controllable. This is great. And and I can guarantee that Corinne will never forget it. And now she knows how to handle that kind of situation. I, I'm that person who um, <laughs> has to learn it the hard way. So I get you, sister. I don't learn lessons by going, okay, now don't do this. I'm like, okay, watch this. I have to go figure it out myself. So <laughs> um, I learn best by doing so. You know, and it's the same situation I had. I have another dear friend Brooke um and I know she'll be listening to so somebody little shout out and call her on how a little bit. Get your shit together, get your get out of the closet, get doing your work. you know if you're always afraid of what can go wrong or what you're gonna encounter, you're gonna miss all the things that could go right, so start getting past that fear, calling you know it's not gonna happen it was funny. I will just tell you a side note. I messaged, she messaged me this morning. No, I messaged her back this morning. And she's like, that is so funny. You just messaged me back. I was just watching your ghost adventures episode. And I'm like, I just kind of chuckled. I'm like, oh, okay. She's like, holy shit, that crap better not be coming to my house. I just had the giggle. I'm like, Brooke, that stuff's not coming to your house. You're okay. (laughs) Um, So you, you can't fear what you don't know because a lot of time it's just the unknown that you fear. If that made any sense. Yep.
1: No, it did. Totally. Okay. Uh, to me, I hope it did to all of you, but I'm sure okay. it did. Cause yeah. I'm a little slow. Sorry. So if I got it, hopefully everyone, pretty much everyone else did.
0: Well, I am always telling people that you can't grow unless you're willing to be vulnerable. You have to find vulnerability to find growth. If you're not feeling vulnerable in your space or uncomfortable in your space, then you're not going to learn the lesson because until you have that, um, until you're in that space and willing to change it, that's where all the magic happens. It's right there. Yeah. Every, I always say this um, ability, this walk is not an easy one, but it's damn worth the journey and you've got to get through it all. It's not, You know, if it was sunshine and daisies, every time Dick and Harry would do it, it's not. But that doesn't mean it's not worth the work. So be vulnerable. Allow yourself to grow.
1: Absolutely. Um, So let's talk about other, how other beings have felt. Um. I actually had this experience this week, and so maybe we'll start there. Um, elemental beings are very interesting to me um, and so i've been I've been working with a new uh, way for me to uh, ground center and shield myself. Um, so
0: can I interrupt you for a quick yeah, second? I'm so sure. sorry. Have you noticed, because you just struck my interest on something, and you know me, I'm that shiny squirrel. If I don't ask you <laughs> now, I won't go forget. Yep. So have you noticed an um <clears throat> uprise or paying attention to elementals more in the last week or so than before? Because I'm not, I shit you not. In three of my last probably ten readings in the last couple of days, two days have had elementals popping up really strongly
1: um i will say that um it has been my focus um so I, I haven't necessarily noticed it um in the capacity that you have um however i am that is my one of my focuses now so it makes perfect sense to me and the one thing i think that's interesting about about them is that they're not always um i'm sorry in my experience um it's a it's been a different mm, connection like uh how do i put this um like okay so i'm trying to center ground you know shield so those things so um, it's easy for me to reach up to the sky and I feel um, like the sky realm um, and that type of, of element um, as little pricklies on the top of my head. And I feel it now trying to bring up the earth and trying to connect with the earth uh, is a little tougher because it's a little bit slower moving. And I Mm -hmm. feel like it's almost like a, like the vibration of that is so mm, I will use the terms vibration and we'll go with that. The vibration is so low that it's like this really low, like hum that you can barely like is barely perceptible unless you really focus on it. And so um, it's, and, and kind of getting it, getting it uh, me thinking it's going to move any faster than it does it has been a really, uh, interesting, uh, experience and also like when, and like what part of the day, uh, I try to do this exercise has been, um, has shifted things. Like it will at night, uh, I feel the earth energy a little more than during the day, which I thought was really fascinating. So in those, uh, you know, in those terms, uh, that's been my experience with, some of those things but like well ireland's a whole different subject that maybe one day i'll talk about but um so what has been the experience with these elementals in the last three days for you in readings how do you how do you experience their energy
0: well it's weird i see them like these little bursts of light like these little crystals that kind of burst in the air oh that's how i perceive them and i watch them <clears throat> kind of come up from the ground and they like burst in these little, like these little pops of light. And I see them different with different people, but that's how I first recognized them. And I'm like, oh, hold up. We got something new coming in. And I'll look at these little elemental energies. And I'm like, oh, are you working with elemental uh, elementals? or Are you, are you trying to access that? Or maybe it's like, oh, you need to work with the elementals. So I've had it coming both ways, but I've actually noticed them. Um, more in the last few days than I probably have over the last maybe six months to a year and I just didn't know if you <clears throat> had noticed a rise in that or if it was just coincidence well I take that back there's no damn such thing as coincidence right. so let me clarify that yeah but, um, yeah
1: I think yeah. I think Um, I think that does coincide with the fact that um, you know like uh, all of the things that are actually happening with the animal life on earth because we're doing much less. (laughs) Um, I think that those two, uh, I am not surprised if that they do coincide and we do start seeing more of those things because we're not, uh, we're slowing down. First of all, one, two, we are not um, taking up as much space. So we're allowing for other things to, you know, um, use the space right right yeah
0: makes sense makes sense interesting. interesting very interesting
1: um so what okay so uh let's cuz you talk to dead people a lot <laughs> um that's your job I, I do um how do you um is there kind of a common thread of how they feel like what their energy vibration is kind of, kind of thing. Like, you know, so if we talked about elementals and we talked about, um, uh, ascended masters now, if we're talking about like our ancestors or people that who have passed, how, uh, how are they different for you?
0: So I love, Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah. This is interesting for me and this is actually how I teach. So for those of you that are doing my mentorship, you'll learn, I teach it this way. You will notice, and it's a great way to catalog, that our loved ones and our ancestors come in on more of a comfort vibration. They have this soft, welcoming feel or a familiar vibration. Spirit guides have a higher vibration. They tend to vibrate your whole body or make, like a lot of people, the most common thing I hear is like, oh, my head's tingling. So they'll have a different vibration. So it kind of goes loved ones and ancestors, spirit guides, and then ascended masters, archangels, and, you know, onward, the vibrations get higher and higher, the higher up in the food chain, if you will, that you go with the spirit. So I can usually, now remember, for me, I'm very visual and I'm very literal. So I see spirit, but I also will sense spirit Long before they step into my space, like I will sense the vibrations and then a minute or, you know, a few seconds to a minute later, here they come visually for me. So, um, and we can talk about how I see them visually if you'd like, um, cause it pertains to the question. But so for me, yes, I do feel the different vibrations. So the second I feel the vibration, I will catalog it. Oh, you've got a spirit guide coming in. You've got a loved one. Now, here's what's cool. What if it's a loved one that's also a spirit guide? Wow. Ah, it gets a little crooky. Yeah, so they're going to come in as a loved one first, and then all of a sudden I'll watch their vibration increase or they kind of step up to the plate, if you will. And I'm like, oh, grandma over here is also your spirit guide. So she shows me she's family first, spirit guide second, and it kind of moves the role. It'll shift a little bit for me. And that's how I'm able to tell... Who's who and who's doing what
1: do because you see them, do they have like a different color aura for different types of spirits?
0: Um not necessarily different types or maybe but different personalities absolutely, okay. but see, I look at and I don't know if everybody knows this when I do a reading, the first thing I do the first thing I look at, whether you're on the phone with me or in person, it really don't now matter because. What's funny is people really love the in person ratings with me. Um, but what's funny is I don't even really look at you. <laughs> I'm looking at your aura anyway, right. so I can see you two days later and I have no damn clue who you are. Um, I'm looking at your energy and your aura, and I do that over the phone or in person. That's what I'm focused on the whole time is what's moving around you. So the color of the energy, the color of the aura, the movement, the direction. That's also where I see health concerns in people. I'll look for densities or dark spots in their auras and that'll tell me where medical problems are.
1: Yeah. That's amazing.
0: I'm just a freak of nature. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um, I think when I experience like um, family members, um, those type of spirits like past once we've passed on. Um, it's been, it's really funny because when I, mm, I don't necessarily feel mm, like a vibration change. <laughs> um, I just feel someone like I, I can sense like someone there. Um, but the funny thing for me is when i start to see them they it cracks me up because there's a grandma and there's a grandpa and that's who they show me first to show me like kind of who they are or like their age but it's it's not the way the person looked until like like they start to shift and like little things will become prominent like glasses or the hair or the dress like you know think like they first show me the little grandma and then she kind of more into that person which is really interesting uh for me because it took me a while to figure out what was happening um uh, mm-hmm. yeah so it's 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 interesting but for for those types of, of spirits when i've had that happen um in readings or you know other situations it's more of a the I feel it's more, I guess it's more close. Like it's more closer related to what a vibration feels like for me from other people here. Um, it's not as intense. Um, like the amplification is not as intense as a real, as like someone who's in a, in a physical body, but they, um, mm. but it's similar. Makes sense.
0: And remember, everybody's going to see and feel that yep. differently no two of us are alike and that's why i say i'll teach you you know to evolve but you're gonna see it differently than i do and different than ken does and it's it's okay we want you to be different we want you to see things your way. well
1: yeah you're gonna need to i mean like you can't just take kelly's dictionary and learn it and then to, you, you're gonna get different signs some some will be same uh-huh. some will be different yep
0: yep that's why I have people create their signs and symbols book. That's their yep. own dictionary.
1: Yeah. I think that's, that's one of the first things, um, that I tell people to do. And I got that, you know, from you was like, just start writing down what you're seeing and then what it means. And then you just kind of keep going and building.
0: Yep. Yeah. It. Yes.
1: Um, so speaking of, um, your ghost adventures episode um how do you classify that being and how does that being feel to you because this is a whole different type of being right very,
0: oh yeah very low vibrational energy dark icky not good It's not a it's not a happy spirit at all. (laughs) It's not a good feeling. Um again, just knowing you're in control of the situation now as well will get you through it. So but
1: Well, I was just gonna say, what do you so like you know, we we hear and especially like on shows like that, because I I watch them, I watch Paranormal Witness, I watch Caught on Camp Paranormal Caught on Camera, I watch all that shit because I think it's interesting. But they throw out the word right planet. right you're like i don't need any of that because i have that 24/7 um <laughs> so <laughs> so tell me like when when you experience demonic what or what what other those people up there on tv shows consider demonic entities um do you have a a more uh is there a common thread through them is there a common feeling is there a common image you get when you encounter them um you know how, how does that work for you
0: well first of all i feel like the word demon or demonic is overused amen um okay i not that i don't believe in them because i've experienced in them i i've firsthand witnessed them myself however it's overused it's great for tv shows and don't get me wrong i will lay in my bed and watch me some paranormal witness all night long but love me some ghost shows but the facts here are and i'll talk to other mediums too um you know demons and demonic is overused it's not as common as you think does it exist absolutely Um, are the chances of you coming in contact with high? No. I mean, I've done this how many years and I've, I've come in contact with two and it's just not as common as people want to say. Now, lower vibrational energies. Absolutely. You know, you've got poltergeist activities. You've got, um, you know, there's different types of things I could go on for hours, but That doesn't mean it's demonic or classified as demonic. So lots of different varieties of low vibrational beings, dark entities. You got to remember too, sometimes these dark entities that people are claiming to encounter, you know, as in life, as in death, if you had an old man, who was just one pissed off, you know, guy, do you think he's going to be really nice in the afterlife? No. It's going to be the same asshole he was in life, so unless he wants to heal from it, and you know, some most of the time people don't want to, so he's going to be the same. The people automatically assume, Oh, he's throwing things around or he's doing this, there's a demon in the house. No, <laughs> you just got to really piss off, uh, so it's fine, he's going to go with <laughs>
1: right. It. Um, yes, I so I had to look it up because I couldn't quite remember, but. You know, uh, like the word demon comes from a classical or a Latin word um, that um, means God, God godlike power, fate. Um, It's originally referred to as a lesser, I'm reading, I didn't, I don't have this memorized, to a lesser deity or guiding spirit. Um, So, um, you know, it, it, and also like it wasn't, it wasn't malevolent. Um, so I, I like that you, um, kind of brought up that, uh, concept that we hear it a lot and people use it a lot. Um, do you think that sometimes it gets, um, sorry, I think, and maybe I would like to know what you think. I think that sometimes that, uh, it gets confused with, uh, poltergeist activity a lot and, um, I think that sometimes poltergeist activity really comes from, like you had just said, um, referred to as like neighbors or mm-hmm. people. Um, so what do you think about um, all of that?
0: I I, I agree with that. Um, now there's also the beings that have never been in human form. They're just made out of, again, a little bit different than poltergeist. They're made from, elemental energy er, energies and they're they've never been human or they've never been incarnate. So they are some of your lower vibrational beings too, different than a demon. Um, But yeah, poltergeists often, very often get classified as demonic or evil, but I don't know if you guys know what the definition of a poltergeist is or where poltergeists come from, but poltergeist energy is created from negative energy in the space it'll sit and manifest itself into a poltergeist being. So if you have a home that has tons of arguing and tons of negativity and abuse and anger and, you know, just all that going on and you're not clearing out the energy, all of that energy is going to collectively form into a poltergeist being. What has the, you know, the opportunity to manifest into a poltergeist being. That's yep. where it comes from.
1: And it does It does uh, create a being of its own if you mm-hmm. kind of <laughs> don't yeah. It. yeah, yeah. keep things.
0: So we had one in our house that I was growing up when I was a kid and it was horrible. Um, it actually you know that and a few other things I actually was thrown down the stairs by one when I was a kid and it was a horrible energy in that house growing up. So I've been around it. I grew up with it. I didn't move out of that house until I was thirteen. Wow. So I lived in that house you know my whole life, or, you know, till I was thirteen. But yeah, it had all sorts of negative energy in there from you know my parents and, and from my stepdad who would bring in these antiques from all over the world that had horrible energy attached to them. Um, which does exist, beings can attach themselves to furniture and objects. Wow. So it does happen. Um
1: Wow. Um I we've been friends for a while and I don't think I've ever um heard some of that. So uh, thank you for sharing that. I um maybe two, because this just popped up in my head because you said uh you know, objects can have attachments. I remember when we went to Another Man's Mm -hmm. Treasures, um, Tyson's store, kid's store in Utah and, Uh, uh, you know, the mirrors and stuff. So what, what, um, like, how do you know if you're standing in front of a portal? Like, what does that feel like to you?
0: um, So me, it's almost, for me, I can feel the energy on the other side like it moves through it. It doesn't just stop in the reflection. It's almost like you can feel the energy moving all the way through the mirror space. Mirrors are easy to make a portal. People do it all the time. um, Unintentional with even um, negative self-talk in the mirror is a good way to unintentionally open a portal. There's many ways that you can unintentionally open one, but Mirrors are probably the easiest way, or the easiest way that it gets done. Um, he also had a being attached to the yes, organ. Yes, I remember, Do you them. remember yes. that. Yes,
1: because uh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, what got me to stop by is every time I would drive by the store um, to come into Blue Antler to go to work, I was like, "Wait, what in the hell is is his grandpa standing out front with this other man for like toy soldiers on the front lawn?" And it happened for weeks. And finally, I'm like, okay, I got to go over there to see what the (laughs) hell is going on. And come to find out, the gentleman was attached to the organ. And Tyson's grandpa, who was a protector of Tyson and the store, kicked the guy out to the curb and wouldn't let him leave. And the guy wouldn't leave without the organ. So I told Tyson, I don't care what you got to do. I don't care if you clearance that thing. You got to get it out of here. Your grandpa's cold. Let's come back in. So you got to get rid of it. So it was our joke for a while. He did finally get rid of the organ and the guy attached to it. but And then we found the mirror. But yeah, portals in mirrors, Um, for me to answer your question, they just feel like they're never ending or you can feel energy moving. I feel like
1: that's sides. a good way to put it. So I was just trying to, like while you were talking about that, I was trying to figure out how I was going to explain what that feels like. And it it almost is like if you're – you know, walking down a hallway and you come to a, a doorway that's open and you feel a breeze come out of it. That's what it feels like. Like you feel the lack of solid, like the, like if I were going down yeah. the wall with my hand and I come to a doorway, my hand will push through it. That's almost what it feels like. It feels like energetic, yes. solid, 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 not solid. And like it, passage right through that. And I remember, cause I remember feeling that up at the, um, up at the, uh, asylum. Um, when we first like went to look at it, not the asylum, but the, um, uh, thank you. The wellness center.
0: wellness center.
1: I, uh, remember feeling that once I'm like, what is that? Oh, and there I'm like, there's not a doorway there, but there is a doorway there. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yep. I, yeah, it happens, and sometimes you just have to close them. People get curious. People do stupid things up there. It was, I think, a lot of the people ghost hunting and stuff would open them intentionally yeah. and then leave them open.
1: So, what um, is there anything else you can think of that you want to mention about, like, or, or I mean, you know, we could do several episodes of this, I'm sure. But um, what is something else?
0: Well. Do
1: you want to read Don's question? Yes.
0: Um, I... Or I (laughs) can't understand Uh,
1: me. Since you're talking about spirits this week, here's a question. Why do spirits come as different forms? Full-on looking like a regular person, transparent, shadow-like, mist, orbs, or nothing, just a feeling. Is there a meaning behind it? Or is it just like us putting on whatever clothes we feel like wearing? Yeah, it was a great I question. Love that
0: question. Um, yeah, I love that. And this is where I'll say I will um, give you guys a little bit about how I see spirit. Um, I see spirit in all of those forms at random times. Spirits will choose the way they would like to show up. Also remember, it takes a lot of energy for a spirit to fully manifest themselves. So a lot of times for us mediums, we don't need to see them. You know, I, like I said this a hundred times, I don't see everything with my physical eyes. It's images in my mind. It's a gut knowing. It's a feeling. It's like I'm watching a photo or I'm watching a home movie. I just see everything playing out. But spirits will come to me in all different forms. Sometimes if I see him with my physical eyes, sometimes, yes, it's full apparition. It's like I I've, I've, I, think I told you the story when my ability first opened and I was learning to not like be freaked out when I was sitting in the doctor's office. And the, if not, I'll have to share the story one day on here. I had to poke her next to me because I was so like, oh, my God, is this woman alive or dead? Like she's communicating with me like the dead. She <laughs> looks so real. I had to poke her. And my hand went through her. So I freaked out like, oh my God, oh my God. So, and that was forever ago. But yeah, so they come different ways. But most of the time when I see spirit with my eyes, it's like I can see them, but they're kind of misty or shadowy. And a lot of times it's like, they just kind of float there for me for a second and then it can move. So I always say, I don't care how you get the information as long as you get it. So I don't, for me, I always tell my students, I don't care if you get it in a shadow-like mist, a transparent, full-on vision, or knowing it doesn't matter. Just go with the information. Take it. And to answer the question, and you might have a little bit different take on this, but it's just whatever energy the spirit can mask, um, can muster up to communicate with you is why you're seeing them in different yeah,
1: ways. Yeah, I, I feel like... Um there have been times in the past where I've said, okay, you, you know, here's my hand. You can use some of my energy to communicate. Um, I don't really do that anymore. Um, Not for any other reason. I just don't. Um, But I feel like, so I guess it's different. So it's going to be different in different situations. If I'm in um, if I'm doing a reading and um i'm working with somebody i actually um have learned to not care about how they represent it <laughs> um represent themselves as much as what the translation is like it doesn't like uh if you're showing me uh, you know let's go back to grandma grandma okay it's grandma okay then grandma you're you're she has glasses um you know, so on and so forth. Like it, it, I don't necessarily think about it anymore as how they are giving it to me. It's as what the translation is. And, and I think that just um, in that situation is that now I have had um, instances where So let me, let me give you this explanation. So I was, <laughs> I used to, when I taught classes on the runes, um, I would always tell people, you know, like, just because it, it was, you know, the cosmology of, of the Northern traditions or of the Norse was written down XYZ doesn't necessarily mean it happened that way. And, um, you know, I, I had a teacher who was quite uh, anti- Odin and all this stuff. So that's kind of how I was brought up within my tradition. And, um, so I had I was teaching class and I had it was uh, it was over and people had left, but I was cleaning up and all of a sudden, um, a, I felt a figure appear to the right of me, probably six feet away, and the image I got, and the image that was the message that was conveyed to me was very much like um uh this is Oda you know like that was him but in in like a wanderer like long robes staff like more of a like a mm, shamanic um wanderer type way and so uh, he could very well have appeared to me uh, looking like I don't know, uh, you know, Anthony Hopkins in that in the movies, but uh, he didn't. So um, the aspect he needed and wanted to communicate in that instance was one of that. So I will say that in past experiences, the way they communicate, um, the the way I've been shown actually is part of the communication that that in that instance, I wasn't trying to get a message for anybody, anyone or doing a reading. It was just like, that was an encounter I had at that moment um, that I'm grateful for because it, it completely shifted my perspective and my relationship with that deity. But um, then I've also had instances where um, I've seen um, or experienced a being who, makes themselves appear taller and um, blacker, like uh, that's the only way I can explain it, like a a darker color. And that's meant to be kind of menacing. Um, And that's not necessarily who they are. I, We know when I kind of have dug a little deeper, but it's, it's, um, I don't know, maybe like a defense mechanism or like, you know, it's a reaction that they're having to uh, how they, uh, how they want me to see them. And so that it kind of does shift. I think um, another one is like, if you kind of see like a replay, uh, what do they call them? Uh, like if you like, it's, it's a, it's on loop, you know, like it was, it's an experience, that happened, but it's just energetically mm-hmm. on loop in that space. I think that those are very different to me because they do almost They almost feel like Princess Leia when uh, R2-D2 does the recording of her. You know, like, Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope. You know, that that I see, that's how I um, see the loop. If it's on a loop. Mm -hmm. Yes, the residuals. Yeah, that's exactly how it appears to me. So I do think different entities or different uh, experiences will produce a different way of seeing. But then I also do think that some, Um, some entities control how they want uh, to be seen, especially if if there's a lot of fear involved.
0: I agree. And see, when I'm in readings, I see spirits very um, visually, very literal, how they very clear down to what they're wearing most of the time because they're here to give confirmations to their loved ones. I think it just depends on what I'm doing and where my focus is too. Versus how I see them or how I uh, maybe even how I expect them to show up is different when I'm in a reading versus when I'm out just doing
1: my thing. That's a great, I think it's really, I think that's a really great, I hadn't thought about that, but um, you and I both um, kind of confirming that it's about the intention of the situation that can, um, can really affect Mm -hmm. how, uh, we as humans, as corporeal beings, uh, see or interact with 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 them. And so, you know, I, I think that kind of puts all the power, not all the power, it puts some of the power back into each of our hands to say, this is, you know, what, this is my goal and this is my intent and um, and we're in more control over it than we think.
0: Yeah, I agree. And I think it also comes down to, I have set... Um, the standards I guess I would use the word for when I do my readings how I expect spirit to show up for me to communicate with them down to you know the monologue I create and or in which dialect I I, I want things kind of scented and how things come in and I think that's why it works so fluidly for me because I worked really hard to create that format if you will for how I read and how I work with spirit that spirit wants to communicate with me. They automatically know my method. So they, they kind of work on my method. So they're working on my terms, the best way to put that. They know they need to work on my terms to work through things. And they do. Yeah.
1: yeah. I think that's great. Cause if they want, they want to convey the message.
0: Yeah, they do. <laughs> it's
1: not that it's not that they don't, they want to communicate. So, um, it's just about figuring that, figuring out the, the all of the things that go along with communicating.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly.
1: Well, I would love to say that we um, kept it shorter today for your voice, but we're almost at an hour. So I think, <laughs> yeah, I think uh, maybe just this episode just needed to be an hour of us talking about different, uh, different uh, ways of communication and, how different uh, things feel to us. And so uh, thank you for, thank your little voice in there for making it through.
0: Yes. Now let's just hope it makes it through six more appointments today.
1: I know. Bless your little cotton socks. You doing like lemon, honey tea and stuff.
0: Yeah, it's weird. It's like nothing's helping. Nothing's working. I've tried. It's just like my voice is just kaput. It's just, and I don't feel sick. I feel completely fine. Um, So I'm not sick. It's just, I have no voice and I don't know quite what to um, say about it.
1: Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Uh, That's really weird. I'm sorry, honey.
0: It's all good. It's all good.
1: It'll come back.
0: Yeah, it will. I just need it to make it through the day.
1: Uh, yeah, yes. Well, I I pray that it does, and I know that it will. So it'll yep. make it as long as it needs to make it. How about that?
0: That's what I'm saying. I'm like, so if, I don't know when this episode will go on. So if y'all are listening to it, and if you're on my schedule for today, hang tight and doing the best I darn can
1: with what I got here. <laughs> yep. And it, it will be going live in probably the next few minutes. So. Um, you guys will be getting it at around lunchtime or mid-afternoon on Wednesday. Um, and thank you uh, for joining me, Kelly. Thank you for everyone for listening and for your questions. And don't forget to keep them coming. And um, uh, we appreciate you and we're sending good thoughts and vibes to you as, as um, we see a lot of different parts of the nation and places we live are Uh, starting to open back up and so we hope that uh, you remain healthy and 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 virus free
0: yes thank you for having me i always love talking with you and we will chat very soon
1: all right uh you take care of yourself everybody out there take care of yourselves and from the psychic medium the podcast we will see you all well you know what i mean next week
0: bye guys